0: There's Feasting goes on, and I love my food, unfortunately, at times. And the other thing is, there's some great films on around Christmas. Films that I've watched over and over again, virtually every year, for the past 25 years of my life. And, um, and, and the great, the, the classics, like A Christmas Carol. Um, I love that one. There's so many different versions of it. Even the Muppet one I love. I think they're really good. But my personal favourite is the one up there. If you've not seen it, come on, what have you been doing? It's a wonderful life. Fantastic film. In fact, I'm actually sporting the baby bros building Alone company t-shirt with me now. A great film and every year it's our family tradition, mine, I force them. They come in crying as they have to watch it again just before Christmas. It's a wonderful life. It's a time of hope. It's a time of hope. It's a time when films have happy endings. I like that. I like happy endings in films. But the question is, where's your hope this Christmas? The challenges that the world faces at the moment, they just seem massive, don't they? And nobody seems to have a clue. I won't, well, I'm going to say do on a Brexit. That's it. I'm not going to say it again. Well that uh, seems to be this never ending story that's going on. We've just had uh, well, a bit of celebration in Warsaw with the climate change um, conference that's gone on. Oh, my goodness, a big environmental issue though. Last week we had that horrible situation in Strasbourg with terrorism and you just thinking, gosh, when's the next one gonna happen around? And then we see these poor people in December who are traveling across across the channel in little dinghies, trying to get over uh, to Britain, because there's this never-ending sea tide of, of people with a refugee crisis. Maybe the challenges you face, Rachel just talked about, maybe they're personal. Maybe you've got issues at the moment with your family. Maybe it's, it's your relationship with your partner or, or your wife or, or husband. Maybe it's your children you've got issues with at the moment. Or your parents, said looking at Rachel. Maybe it's your health. Maybe your physical health. Maybe your, your mental health at the moment, I don't know. Maybe it's illness that's your big, big challenge, something you're struggling with at the moment. Or maybe, maybe your challenge is something economic. Maybe you're having trouble with your finances at this time around uh, at Christmas. Maybe you, you're worried about uh, your job at the moment or, or maybe you don't have a job at all. Or maybe you have a job and you go in each day and think, I hate it, I can't stand my job. Maybe you have a difficult boss. Maybe you are that difficult boss. <laughs> Whatever the issue you're facing, and some, all of us here, will have issues, major issues in our life sometimes. And all of us here, I'm going to say, all of us here have got some issue right at the moment. Maybe it's not a major one like the ones I've just described, but there will be something in your life at the moment. Well, I just want to say that, really, the, the secular world, there's not really much hope given to you. I was watching Telly, yes we were, Strictly. Uh, it's been having viewing in our house there. Uh, I pretend not to like it, but I do really. Uh, and then afterwards, so I don't even know what it was. It was uh, some comedy thing. There was adverts going on in the middle, and it said Morrison's. All these fantastic poos. Boys Morrison's make Christmas. I thought, oh no, is that it? Christmas is what Morrison's makes? Because that's not very good, is it? I shop a little for one thing, so I will miss Christmas if that's the case. But if that's all we've got whatever these sellers at Morrison's, it's not very good. Somebody once told me that if you take the Christ out to Christmas, you get M&S. And uh, Christmas has got to be a little bit more than about um, presents, hasn't it? I'm just going to read a passage, not very long. I'm just going to read you this. It's uh, from John 1. And it says this in the New Testament the Bible. The Word was in the beginning. The Word was with God, the Word was God, he was with God in the beginning, he made all things, nothing was made without him making it, life began by him, his life was the light for men, the light shines in the darkness, the darkness has never been able to put out the light, this true light coming into the world gives light to every man. He came into the world. The world was made by him, but it didn't know him. He came to his own, but his own did not receive it. He gave the right and the power to become children of God to those who received him. He gave this to those who put the trust in his name. These children of God were not born of blood and flesh and of the flesh of man's desire, but they were born of God. Christ became human flesh and lived amongst us. He saw, we saw his shining greyness. The greyness is given only to a much-loved son from his father. He was full of loving favour. And truth. Fantastic passage, guys. Matt, just put uh, some words up there, because I think this is the most. These are the most important words. Five words up there are the most important words that you read this Christmas. The word was made flesh. Because that's the hope that Christmas <coughs> brings us. But why? Why are they so important? Why are those five words so important? But I think there's three reasons. And here they are. The first one is this. It means there is a God. I remember here, you know, somebody called uh, a speaker called J. John, he was speaking about this, and somebody shouted out, and he said, uh, why doesn't he show himself then? Where is God? And quick as a flash, he came back and said, "He did. His name is Jesus. Just you weren't there. I said to you, where's Queen Victoria? You said, well, she was here, but she was here 100 years ago. Jesus became flesh. The Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. He walked with his people, and the people saw him, saw God. And what does that mean? Well, it means that life is not meaningless. Before becoming uh, a Christian, I was an atheist, I didn't believe any of it, and it was only through looking at the, the life of Jesus that I came to believe that just there could be and there was a God, and that meant that life was no longer meaningless, that you, that me, were not meaningless, it means there is hope. Now that's a big reason in itself why those five words are important, aren't they? There's another one, here it is. It tells us that that God loves you. It's the reason why the Word became flesh. What is this God like? Well, he's like Jesus. The Word became flesh. He revealed what he was like through Jesus. That he was full of grace and full of love. And then there's the third one. Not only is this this God, someone who loves us, but he's out there. It also means that God is with us. God is with you. The Word became flesh. It means that he's with us in our suffering. He's with us in our challenges. He came into the world weak, vulnerable, He walked with us. He suffered. He understands all about suffering. And he's with you in that suffering. When the word became flesh, he was given a name. And names often matter. And it certainly did when the word became flesh. He was given the name Jesus. It means Saviour to deliver, to rescue. If we'd have needed more education, he'd have sent a teacher or an educator. If we'd have seen needed a better economy or more money, he'd have sent an economist. If we'd have needed more, more fun, more pleasure in our lives, he'd have probably sent the world's best entertainer. But they weren't our greatest needs. And they're still not our greatest needs today. No matter what we're told by the media or other outlets. Our greatest need is forgiveness. Our greatest need is for a saviour. To live, to die, to suffer, to be raised to life. And it's possible for us to know that saviour because the word became flesh so what's your hope this Christmas for some I know looking around your hope is in Jesus and that's fantastic (laughs) don't let all that other stuff get in the way make sure that you remember that that word became flesh and that that is the important thing about your Christmas for others you're thinking well yeah, I hear what you're saying, John, but I'm not sure about it. I mean, that's, that's fine. And what we're saying to you... Come and have a chat with me. I'd love to... You... Oh no, I've got something to read. Well, it's, it's that thick, okay? It's uh, something called Alpha, and it's got some questions there that you can look up and, uh, and talk about. But, but talk to people as well. If you don't like looking at books, fine. Talk to somebody about it. And maybe you're sat there thinking, well, I just want to go for it. I want to have that hope. And if that's you, if that's you for either the first time, or maybe it's for you thinking, no, I want to recommit this, this Christmas to the Word becoming flesh and what that means, I'll just give the opportunity now to hear this prayer. It's a prayer you can say yourself in your heart. And it's this. Lord Jesus, thank you. You love me so much and are so full of grace. I now turn from everything I know is wrong. And for forgiveness, for all the things, and ask forgiveness, for all the things that I have done wrong. I invite you into my heart. Come into my heart. Lord Jesus, be with me for all time. The Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us, full of grace and truth. Amen.